thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome everyone. We're so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Come on in. We're going to have us a good time around the Word. You know, anytime we give time to the Word, we always are rewarded richly. So we invite you, make sure you're have something with you to take notes on because uh, we're, we're expecting God to say things to you today. Amen. Amen. You know, it's always been in my heart to, when I minister, is to give people something that they can live on every day. Something for everyday life. And so because of that, we're believing you're going to have everyday answers. Amen. So uh, expect to hear. Amen. Use your faith. Release your faith with us as you hear the word preached today. Um, as I was getting ready for these broadcasts, God spoke very definitely to me. Um, one, our beginning point, and then we'll go from there. Um, I want us to look at Isaiah chapter 53 and verse four. So get, get a Bible, something you can follow along with us. Take notes in your own Bible, but Isaiah 53 verse four, this is a foundational scripture for healing, but it's more than that. It reads, surely he has borne our griefs. Speaking of Jesus, he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Look at how many times we see the word our or we. What, what's that show us? What Jesus did was all about us. It was not all about him. Amen. And he did not come so that uh, because he needed anything. He came because we needed. Amen. And uh, he met that need. I want to read out of the Amplified Translation, just verse 4. It reads, surely he has borne our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses, and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. Um, I want you to see, uh, absolutely, look at this. Our, our healing is addressed in this. Our wholeness is addressed in this. Um, but when we look at that verse, that first phrase, that the, how the King James reads, surely he has borne our griefs and sorrows. Um, that's not just pertaining to events, um, tragedies that show up in life, emergencies that show up in life. But what God began to uh, want me to emphasize in this broadcast today is that he bore griefs and sorrows about where we've missed it. Not what has been done to us so much. Yes, it it covers that. But he wanted me to emphasize today on what we've done 
because we've made, I would dare to say most all of us have made decisions we wish we wouldn't have made. Gone directions we wish we hadn't have gone. Got into relationships we wish we hadn't have got into. Maybe did business deals we shouldn't have done. Maybe took a job we wish we wouldn't have taken. So there are, if I could say this, um, there are things that we could look back in life. I'm not saying we should. I'm going to address that. But we could look back in life and be troubled by our past if our mind's not renewed. If we don't hold to what these verses say, life can be painted very differently than what God authored for us if we're not careful. and, and have a right thought life toward this. Amen. He bore our griefs and sorrows even regarding things we did that troubled our own lives wow. so that we're not living under regrets of how we've lived, Amen. mistakes we've yes. made, directions we shouldn't have taken because there's nothing that weighs and sits on us in a troubling way like, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Right. I wish I hadn't have done that. Right. I, they're just regrets. That will completely it will rob you of faith. Yeah. It will hinder the flow of faith. And I want, I want to remind us all, he bore griefs and sorrows Amen. about where we missed it. Amen. Why? So that we're not living our life under a cloud of regrets, yes. a cloud of guilt, a cloud of shame, right. a cloud of embarrassment right. because we're redeemed from all of those things. Why? Because those are not the flow of faith. That's right. That's right. Those are not the flow of yes. faith. Regret yes. is not faith. Yes. Um, grief is not faith. Grief over your own decisions, not faith. Shame, not faith. None of that is faith. And so he bore all of that so we could live a life of faith that's not tainted by the memory, by the replay in the mind of what we have done in the past. He made us totally free in every arena, every aspect, every way we need freedom. He purchased it. He bore that which would cause us grief and sorrow. Um, you know, we know this, when somebody does wrong toward us, mm -hmm. we have the privilege of walking free from that by forgiving. Yes. yes. Right? Amen. But I want you to know, someone can be good at forgiving others, but you better be good at forgiving yourself. Yes. Why? Because that's what the renewed mind does. We don't treat lightly when we've missed it. Yes, we don't yes. treat it lightly. Yes. We're not, let me say this, we're not flippant yeah. Yeah. toward, oh, well, I missed it, you know, no big deal. Well, it is a big deal in the sense of it took heaven's help to, to help us walk free from that. So it is, it's a weighty thing, but we need to be skillful at our faith of, of believing the word so that we can say, I receive with ease. Amen. The forgiveness. Amen. I don't have to receive forgiveness with a struggle. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't have to struggle forgiving myself. Amen. He wants us to be skillful at flowing under this, operating under this flow of divine forgiveness toward ourself. Amen. And uh, many times people are 
if they don't re if they don't deal with how they're processing mm -hmm. mistakes of the past, sins of the past, wrong decisions, regrets, shame, uh -huh. embarrassment, right. guilt of all the past, if they don't process it through the word, yeah. mm -hmm. if they don't lay that down at the word, mm -hmm. um, they try to carry it. Very difficult to receive answers from God because their faith is, it's, it's, it's burdened. It's burdened down by these things that we've not been skillfully saying that the word deals with that. I'm not going to live under regret. I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed in every sense of the word. So what does that mean? You say, Pastor Nancy, what would that mean for me? That means live as though you've never missed it. Yes. Make decisions as though you never missed it. Amen. Let me just say this to you. The blood of Jesus puts us in the place as though we never missed it. Amen. That's what the blood does for us. Amen. That's huge. That is huge. huge. Yes. And we need to be skillful at that because we all wish we'd done things different. Sure. But what we do is we say, I lay that under the blood and the blood doesn't just, the, see the blood of Jesus doesn't cover things. It cleanses it. Yes. Under the old covenant, yes. uh, they would make animal sacrifices, but all their blood could do was cover it so that it didn't interrupt and get in between man and God but the blood of Jesus completely annihilates it as though it never existed. So what does that mean to the, to the renewed mind and to the one who believes this verse that Jesus bore our griefs and he carried our sorrows to those who believe this, that means we're able to look at our life and, and treat ourselves as though we never missed it. Amen. Why? Because that's how the blood treats us. That's how heaven treats us. And that's how God treats us as though we never missed it. Because if we hold on to uh, things of where we have missed it, holding on to shame and grief and embarrassment and sorrow, all those things, we hold on to that. What we're doing, we are putting more credibility with where we missed it than credibility with the blood that cleanses it. Now there's the problem is when we give more credibility to our mistakes and our sins than we give to the blood, that's an indictment against heaven. And um, when people say, you know, I know, I've repented, but I just don't feel like God's forgiven me. Well, what you're doing is you're waiting for feelings. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Because we, we don't wait for feelings uh, to move forward. Why? Because his word is enough to move forward on. Amen. 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 And people are waiting for feelings to feel as though um, that God's forgiven them. It's so important that we don't get into this mental arena. If we're living in the mental arena, we will live under a sense of embarrassment, mm -hmm. shame, mm -hmm. guilt, uh, regret. Yeah. That's a sign we're leaning toward wow. the mental arena, yeah. yes. operating from yes. that arena. Yes. Because the faith arena receives what the blood of Jesus did. The mental arena struggles with those things, but not faith. 
Faith believes uh, that the blood is more than enough. Yes. More than enough. Amen. Amen. So what are we to say? No more guilt, regret, shame, embarrassment mm -hmm. about our past, about decisions. Why? Because we have a Savior. Yes. He saves us not only uh, because we know this word salvation in, includes the whole of man being helped. Right. It includes deliverance and healing mm -hmm. and prosperity. It includes the whole of man. But Many times people just process salvation as I get to go to heaven, but you get to live days of heaven on earth. That's what salvation also brings to us. You're, we're not living days of heaven on earth when we're carrying and trying to talk out to relieve ourselves from a sense of regret, a sense of shame, a sense of embarrassment. You can't talk it out. You believe by faith what God's word says and you say it's cleansed. I'm not going to have to talk it out to get it out. The blood cleanses it out. Many times people say, well, you know, I've just got to talk these things out to, I've just, I've just got to, you know, discuss these things to get rid of them. Listen, uh, People will say, I've got to let it out. <laughs> when you talk about it, you're not letting it out. You're letting something in. You're letting the wrong thing in. I'm not saying, uh, don't, don't misunderstand me. I'm not talking about, I know that we are, we are beings that have emotions, but our emotions are not to take the lead. And if people allow their emotions to take the lead, they're in the mental arena. And they will be dominated by a sense of shame and guilt and condemnation. All of these things that hold back our faith and hold back our spiritual progress. Not only that, it hinders our fellowship with God. How do we have a rich, bold fellowship with God when we're coming into his presence under a sense of guilt? Faith won't be bold in that setting. We have to remind ourselves, spend this verse every day if you need to in Isaiah 53, verse 4. He bore my griefs. He bore my sorrow. I refuse to sorrow over my past. I refuse to sorrow and grieve over decisions that I've made that I shouldn't have made. I refuse. Why? I'm a doer of the word. That's called being a doer of the word. That's honoring the price Jesus paid. To hold to regrets and sorrows and condemnation and guilt and shame is to dishonor the price he paid because what his blood did was enough to deal with all of that. He bore it. He bore it. So why did he bear it? Because he knew we couldn't. We could not live the life God authored for us trying to bear what only, uh, what only the Godhead could bear. It took the Godhead to deal with this. It took the Godhead to deal with our past. It took the Godhead to deal with our wrong decisions. And he did. And he did. That's the good thing. So what's that mean? I, I say to you from today, this moment forward, you are to say, I receive that. I receive that. Free from my past, free from regrets, free from sorrow, free from shame, free from condemnation, free from embarrassment, free from having to try to, if I could say this, uh, apologize to other people ongoingly. Yes. Yes. Amen. 
rehearsing it, regurgitating the past. Free from that. Now we can go forward in the God direction, the faith direction. Amen. The direction of the word. All of those things, regrets, sorrows, condemnation, shame, all that does is to hold us mindful of the, of the natural man, the flesh. Uh huh. But this verse holds us mindful of our spirit, holds us mindful of the life of God that's on the inside of us, the ability of God that swallows up and cleansed away all of that natural side. Listen, all of that's to be conquered. And Jesus did conquer it. Don't let what he conquered hold you back from what he purchased for you. Amen. Amen. No more guilt, no more shame, no more embarrassment. And you don't get past those things by talking them out. You get past those things by believing this verse, saying this verse, he bore my griefs, he bore my sorrows. I'm not touching it again in my thought life. I'm not touching it again in my conversation. I'm not going to hash and rehash at every, at every meal. Right. or every conversation with a friend, yeah. bringing it up of how somebody did me wrong or how I did somebody wrong or how I wish I hadn't have done this. I wish I hadn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And if you will, if you will not talk about it, mm-hmm. it will keep, it'll quit coming into your present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The That's way good. to get it out of your present is don't bring it into your present. Yes. And it's words and thoughts that bring it into your present. You're given higher thoughts. God said, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Uh, The thoughts that he bore my griefs, he bore your griefs. He carried our sorrows. That's a higher thought than Oh, I wish I hadn't have done that. Oh, I, 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 boy, I, I have so much regret over how I handled my children or, or how I handled that marriage or how I handled that business. Uh-uh. Go to the higher thought. Higher thoughts are offered us to take them. God offers them to us. He can't force us to take them. We have to choose to take the higher thoughts. Amen. Um, Jesus, uh, the Bible, the Bible, I so appreciate that our life is hid in Christ. It's hid with him. It's, it, our life is in him. It's not in us. It's not in our past. It's in him. Um, he does not have any sense of shame, any sense of regret. Why? He cleansed us of all of that. And uh, he expects us to live the way he lived. Even as he is, so are we in this life. What's that mean? He's not living under any guilt, shame, right? Why? Because he did everything right. There is no regrets connected with him because he did everything right. We didn't do everything right, but he made us righteous. What's that mean? He brought us into how he did it right. We're not righteous because we did everything right. We're righteous because he did everything right and said, I make my rightness yours. Yeah, amen. Ah, that's so good. I was going to say more more Oklahoma colloquial stuff, but I, I, I held back on that. So we have to become righteous. I am righteous. I'm right. 
My past is made right. Listen, God does not even go back to our past, undo it, and give us the opportunity to relive that. Why? He doesn't need to touch our past except cleanse it. He doesn't try to go back and reconcile it with this and try to make this right, try to... He just cleanses it. So we are to take that same approach that I'm not trying to mentally Mm -hmm. see how I can, if I could say this, struggle in payment to compensate for how I did wrong or how you can't, you can't. Jesus bore it so you wouldn't have to struggle with your past. Amen. Amen. Listen, because we all got a past. And you know what our past is worth? Forgetting. Forgetting. God does not go back 10 years, 20 years and straighten it out and give you a chance to redo it. He just says, I tell you what, let's just get rid of it. Why? So you can go forward in the fullness of what he made yours. You can have faith that's not being clawed at by your past. Amen. I don't know about you, but this is good, good news. Once we understand this, it will help us to receive answers in every other arena of life. Healing will be easy to receive when you understand. I don't have to suffer. I don't have to accept a measure of defeat just because I've missed it. Because really, whether people verbally stated or not in somewhere in people's thinking many times is they think, well, you know, I've made so many mistakes. I've made so many wrong decisions. It's almost like they reconcile it and try to pay for it. Well, I just need to suffer with a measure of defeat. No, not at all. Not at all. It was all laid on him. He bore, he bore, he bore it. Why? Because we're not able to bear it. No, and we're not able to move forward in the fullness of God's plan for our life when we're trying to bear what we can't bear. What only he could bear for us. Amen. Go with me to 1 John 1, 9. This is so, you need to spend this verse and be skillful with this verse. Be skillful with it. 1 John 1, 9 reads, if we confess our sins... He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You say, well, Pastor Nancy, that verse is only for the sinner. That verse is not only for the sinner, baby. That is not only for the sinner. Why? Because as when I got saved as a sinner, I never could have remembered all my sins to confess them. But as a Christian, I can can remember what I just did or what I did last week or whatever to confess that if that's not in line with the word, right? If we confess, now notice this condition, if we, if we. This this confession needs to come from us, not prodded out of us, but it needs to be us initiating it, not somebody else initiating it for us and forcing us into this. No, we step into, if we confess our sin, Look at this. That's our part. Our our part, confessing it. His part is the rest of this verse. He is faithful. He is just to forgive us 
our sins, notice this, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. His part is so much greater than our part. (laughs) I mean, our part is one thing, confess. Confess it. What's that mean? Don't try to shift out. If you did something wrong, take ownership of that. I did that. I did that. If we will do that, uh, if we'll confess that, then he will step in and do what only he can do. What is that? Cleanses us, forgets it, forgives us. Removes it. The blood of Jesus puts it back as though we never missed it. How bold would you be in the face of God if you'd never missed it? How bold would you be in the face of opposition if you'd never missed it? How bold would you be to start that business if you'd never missed it? That's where the blood puts us as a starting point, wow. as though we never missed it. Amen. Well, how bold would you be in believing God for healing mm-hmm. yeah. if you'd right. never missed it? Right. But, but so many times what, what's tripping people up regarding healing is I've, I've just made such a mess mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. You have a savior. And he bore, he bore your griefs and sorrows. Amen. Amen. So that means we're, we're free to move ahead, cleansed. Now, let me ask you this. Once we've confessed it, as first John 1, 9 says, how long should we feel bad? Uh, Many times people live under feeling bad for uh, days, weeks, sometimes even years. Why? Because they didn't believe that they were cleansed. Yeah, that's right. That's right. One of the greatest acts of faith is once you confess it is to stand back up into your righteousness and say, now we move forward. Not because we're flippant about where we missed it, but because we believe he bore it. We believe what he said more than we believe what we did. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, we're learning. We're learning. I want to pray for those of you today who you say, Pastor Nancy, I've Sometimes we've, if I could say this, buried ourselves under a flow of condemnation, sin, consciousness. What's that mean, sin, consciousness? Thinking more about where we missed it than about what he, the price he paid. That's That's sin, consciousness. We need to be righteousness conscious that we're made right. So right now where you're at, those of you who say, Pastor Nancy, I've struggled with this for years. No more. more. Don't need to anymore. And it doesn't take time to get past it. It's a decision. It's a choice. It's not a feeling. It's a choice. Amen. So just right where you're at, reach your hand toward that screen that you're watching and we're going to release our faith with you. And I say in the name of Jesus, I say be free in your mind from guilt, shame, condemnation, embarrassment, all the sorrow, the grief. Jesus made you free. Walk free and live free and say, I just received that cleansing blood right now in Jesus name. Amen. Well, you don't want to miss next time. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In the book, Victory Over Grief and Sorrow, Nancy Dufresne shares from firsthand experience how even death is no match for the mighty force of peace that is available to every believer. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. This is Pastor Nancy Dufresne inviting you to join us for our annual Ladies' Conference right here in Murrieta, California, October the 3rd through the 5th, 
Tuesday through Thursday. We invite you to go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and get more information. We look forward to seeing you there. God bless you. In this classic book by Nancy Dufresne, The Healer Divine, we are presented with a study of the healings of Jesus. Your faith will be stirred to believe and act as the healed God has already made you to be. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.